You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now it's time to talk about mothers and pregnant women and how they are discriminated against and punished here at home and around the world. For that miserable story, we turn to Katha Pollitt. Of course, she's a poet, essayist, and award-winning columnist for the nation. Katha, welcome back. Thanks for having me with this depressing story. (laughs) Well, Donald Trump's Cruelty to children crossing the border is only the beginning of the bad things that happen to children uh, in the United States, most of which have nothing to do with Donald Trump. Where should we start? How about, how about the rates of infant and maternal mortality in the United States? Yes. Well, although we are very proud of our medical system and although we are a high-income country, the rate of maternal mortality in the United States is the highest in the developed world, which is really pretty shocking. Um, And we have a very high rate of infant mortality as well. And uh, here's something really shocking. Ours is the only country where the death rate for women, uh, the maternal death rate for women is rising. Uh, why? Everywhere else, in the, everywhere else in the world is getting better, and we're getting worse. Why, um, Katha? I have to ask you, why is that? Why is that? Well, there are a lot of reasons. There's poverty. There's racism. Hospitals and doctors that are ill-prepared for obstetric emergencies. And the low priority given to the issue. And here's another really upsetting detail. For every woman who dies, which is about 700 every year in the U.S., 70 almost do. Mm. And this falls especially heavily on uh, black women. So it's really a very serious problem. And I understand from your new column in The Nation that part of this serious problem arises out of the practices of Catholic hospitals. Well, this is really amazing. One in six hospital beds is in a Catholic hospital. And in much of the country, that's the only hospital that's around. And this, again, is the facts disproportionately rural women and women of color who tend to live in those areas. So that means that procedures that are banned by the church are unavailable to many patients, and that would include 
birth control, sterilization, male sterilization like vasectomies, abortion, in vitro fertilization, and most disturbingly from the death point of view, uh, standard ways of managing miscarriages. You know, if you have a miscarriage and it is incomplete, they'll give you a DNC. They'll to get the fetus and the birth matter, whatever they call it, out of you. Several women have nearly died because the Catholic hospital refused to complete a miscarriage in process. And this was the same thing. The same. These are the same rules that killed Savita Halapanavar in Ireland, which was just so shocking and so horrified people that it jump-started the campaign to overturn that country's abortion ban. Because in Catholicism, apparently, completing a miscarriage before the, the fetal heartbeat is dead, even though that fetus will never survive, it's dying, it's too young to survive, that's abortion to them. Abortion opponents do argue that having a baby is, is a good thing, a natural thing, and a socially important thing. What do we do uh, in the United States to help women who are pregnant? Well, we just don't do very much. In fact, we make life harder for them. We have laws that are supposed to protect pregnant women from job discrimination, but it's rampant anyway, um, as it is around the world. And uh, the New York Times had an article recently about women being denied, you know, just the most ordinary accommodations like, can I carry a water bottle? I need an extra bathroom break. Mm. Um, I'm a policeman, a policewoman. How about a bulletproof vest that fits? <laughs> and, and you know that these things, it's not so hard to give someone a water bottle, yeah. um, that these things are done out of hostility to pregnant women. It's to drive them out of the workplace. One of the other things you emphasize in your new column is among the bad things that that happen to children and their mothers in the United States is poverty. Huge numbers of children live in poverty. What are your figures there? Oh, well, this is so shocking. This is just so shocking. 34% of black kids, that's a little bit over one in three, 28% of Latino kids, and for whites, it's still too high, 12%. There um, was an idea that the government should deal with trying to reduce poverty among children, that it's bad for children to grow up in poverty, and therefore we should have government programs. And there was a government program. It was called originally Aid to Families with Dependent Children, AFDC. It was part of Social Security. It was established in 1935, and it was abolished in 1996. Who was president in 1996? Well, when... it, was, it was Bill Clinton who was president, and the rules have got, it's gotten worse and worse and worse over time. States are allowed to cut all kinds of things. I mean, there are cuts in food stamps now, for God's sake. Everything that could help kids is being cut from after-school programs. You know, Betsy DeVos just said, uh, you know, well, let's give the schools some money to buy guns for teachers. <laughs> and then we read in another article that teachers spend about $500 each buying supplies for, their, for the kids. Yeah. It, it is as if, I don't know, it's as if we have really given up on very large numbers of people, most of whom are, are people of color. I know you remember this when Bill Clinton advocated for abolishing 
Aid for Families with Dependent Children in 1996. He said he was against welfare because he was in favor of personal responsibility in bearing children and raising them. Are you against personal responsibility? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all. Um, and that's why I favor lots of lots of free birth control, lots of access to abortion, giving people the kinds of opportunities that will help them have real choices in life. But you have to deal with the world as it is. If someone has a baby, you have to take care of mother and child. Also, people have kids when they're in a good place, and then a few years later they're not. I mean, yeah. there's, you know, if you've had much to do with low-income people, their lives can be very... Um, precarious. Precarious. Very, precarious, the very word. Yeah. Um, and so just as it seems like they're getting ahead, there's some big expense, someone is sick, they lose their job, and it's, they're just on this kind of awful treadmill. And I think that the government has a responsibility to give people a stable, decent life. And I don't even think that's so controversial. The other argument that was made against AFDC uh, was that it was paying women to have children. Oh, that was so ridiculous. And, you know, there was that thing, what is it, the family cap, where certain states, I think New Jersey was one, I think Massachusetts became one, uh, which you'll note are blue states, but a lot of other states did this too, which was to say, if you're on welfare and you have another baby, we're not going to increase the amount of money that you get. So instead of you're taking care of, you know, two children on X dollars a month, now you'll be taking care of three children on X dollars a month. This was supposed to make poor families on welfare be prudent about birth control and all like that. Did it work? I mean, there were people, you know, I remember, I remember reading an article by Stanley Crouch, who's a, you know, big black writer, writing in the Daily News saying, well, this will take care of that problem. Um, Because people just don't think. They don't think, what are people really like? How do people really make decisions? And, you know, the one way they don't make decisions is saying, you know, I would get $50 if I had a month if I had another baby. And now I, so I'll have the baby. And, oh, they're not going to give me the $50, so I guess I won't have a baby. That's not how people think. So anyway, this was fantastically unsuccessful in lowering the rate of children born to women who are already on welfare. And I just read that Massachusetts is thinking, well, we should get rid of this family cap thing. It doesn't work. So our initial premise was Donald Trump's cruelty to children has been horrifying, but most of the problems facing children, especially poor children in the United States, have not been caused by Donald Trump. Some were caused by Bill Clinton. Some are caused by the Pope. But there I would, are a lot of people at fault here. It's true. But I, I would like to end on a positive note. The United States is a horrible place to get pregnant and have children if you are not white and middle class. What are the best places to get pregnant and have children? France is a very good place to have a baby. Uh, Scandinavia is a very good place to have a baby. You know where else? Austria. When I lived in Austria, I was astounded at how much social help there is. And they, you know, they have nurses that come to your house after you have a baby and just see that everything's all right. And it's really great. The, the catch with all these, a lot of these places that are great for mothers and children is that they're not great for working mothers and children. It goes along with a culture of staying home. Um, and in France, if you have three children, only less, fewer than 40% of women with 
three children are in the workforce because the business culture is very unforgiving mm-hmm. and the whole society is oriented around, you know, oh, stay home, it's lovely. But there's um, a lot of uh, paid parental leave in, in those countries, isn't yes. there? For- yes, there is. And you know there's a catch there, too, that people in America who work for this really need to think about, which is if the parental leave is too long, it cuts the woman off from work later. Um, and that was what happened in Germany, where they have a parental leave, uh, maternity leave that lasts like three years. <laughs> wow. And by the end of the end of that time, the woman is usually said, oh, fuck. I'm sorry, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I can't, you know, I've lost all my contacts with the work world, and I'll just have another baby. The devil is in the details with a lot of these things that we just say, oh, they're great, because they can be great in some ways and not in others. Katha Pollitt, she wrote her new column for The Nation about how mothers and pregnant women are undervalued, discriminated against, and punished in the United States and in other countries around the world. You can read it at thenation.com. Thank you, Katha. Thanks for having me, John. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.